0: 23, and I invite you to read it along with me. This is um, from the NRSV, and so if, you're, if you've memorized the King James Version, um, it's a little bit different. So I invite you to follow along and read it together with me. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside the still waters, he restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and i shall dwell in the house of the lord my whole life long psalm 23 is a familiar passage many people have memorized it over the years it is often used at funerals but no matter how familiar it is for you i invite you to explore the images it brings to mind for you today it is a psalm that looks at the image of God as our shepherd and looks at how God guides us and cares for us throughout our lives. As we explore each verse together, I invite you to listen for how this psalm speaks to you today. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Often in our lives, we do want things. We want something more something better. We want things to go our way. We want things to be different. There are lots of things that we want in our lives, but but the reality is there are some things that we can change and, and some things that we can't. In the midst of our chaotic, unpredictable world, we hear these words, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not Want. It is a call to let God lead us no matter what comes our way. It is a call to not want more and more, but rather to be content with what we have. To be content to have God lead us. Now, this is not a call to deny basic needs, but rather to avoid excess. It's a statement that places our trust in God to guide us so that we do not want more than we need. Just as the shepherd takes care of the sheep, God takes care of us. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. The shepherd guides the sheep into green pastures and beside still waters. The sheep need a place to eat and drink and rest. And they find that in the green pastures and beside those waters. The grass provides the food and a place to rest. And the water, those those still waters, provide a place to drink. The sheep need that place, but we also need food and water and rest. And God is at work guiding us to find those things, for we need those things in order to keep going. But often we get so busy that we forget, or we don't take time to eat or drink or rest. And yet without them, we get weary. This psalm reminds us to do those things, to let God guide us to those things. And it goes on and it says, He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. God created the world and all that is. God created us with both the need to both work and rest. We need to rest in order to recharge, to be able to do the things that we need to do each day. We need physical rest, but we also need to be re- recharged spiritually. And I like, the, I like the wording of the NRSV that says, God restores my soul. For me, it's this image that brings to mind that, that re-energizing of our faith. Restores my soul. Giving us strength for the faith journey. But as I was looking at different translations of this passage this week, I also like the image from the message. And in the message, the verse reads like this, True to your word, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. How often do you need to catch your breath in life? We keep going and going and going and we just need that time to catch our breath and be sent in the right direction. It's a great image. God calling us to stop, to take our breath, and then to catch our breath, and then to change course if we need to. So often we get going on our own path that we we veer off in the wrong direction. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. We all have dark times in our lives. And when the dark times come, they are scary. We feel overwhelmed. We, we want to know why bad things happen. And yet perhaps a more fruitful question, instead of asking why bad things happen, a more fruitful question might be, where is God when bad things happen? And the answer is that God is with us. Hear this verse again. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. You are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. God is with us. Through the deepest, darkest valleys of our lives, God is with us. And we hear, we see this image also here of the It says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The rod and the staff are what the shepherd would use to guide the sheep. God is guiding us through those deep, dark times of our lives. When we are in the deep, dark valleys of our lives, it's hard to see a way out. But in those times, God is with us to help us know which way to go, to help us take Those small baby steps to help us take each step forward to comfort us and to guide us along the way. Where is God when bad things happen? God is right there with us, walking beside us, sitting there in the midst of our pain right beside us. God knows what it is like to go through extreme pain. God endured the pain of watching his son, Jesus, be tortured and killed. God knows our pain and mourns with us when we mourn. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. As one commentator put it, this verse, like the whole of Psalm 23, suggests that it is God's very character to provide for God's people. God, at God's very nature, provides for God's people. God is a gracious host, preparing a table, anointing with oil, and offering these overflowing cups. God cares for us. God wants what is best for us. And God wants to have a relationship with us. God is reaching out to us before we even know that God exists, and God continually reaches out to us throughout our entire lives. The last verse says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. Now The word translated here and in many other translations as follow, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me, the word follow is probably better translated as pursue. The Hebrew word used here has a more active sense. God is in active pursuit of us. God's goodness is. And mercy are pursuing us all the days of our lives. God loves us so much, God is actively pursuing us. The psalmist ends the psalm by saying, I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. And this ending of the psalm is a communal one. The house of the Lord is where not just where God lives, but where God's People dwell together. We are called not just to follow the voice of the shepherd ourselves, but to follow the voice of the shepherd together as a community of faith. Together, we can help bear one another's burdens. Together, we can care for one another in need. Together, we can see the light of God helping us out of the darkness, helping us To move forward, the psalmist ends the psalm I will dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. As we gather today, we are all in different places, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. We all have different things going on, different things we are struggling with. No matter the state you find yourself in today, And no matter where you are on your life's journey, no matter where your life's journey takes you, may you know God's presence with you. May you know that God is with you. May you experience God's active pursuit of you. And may you not be afraid, knowing that no matter what comes, God is there to guide you. We are God's sheep. May we listen for the voice of the shepherd and be guided in the way we are to go. Amen.